When you feel hurt seeing another woman receive roses, and then you lie to yourself and say, I hate roses. When you full well know that you want roses, you never admit the truth to yourself. So you never get the flowers, you never get the gifts, you never get the high maintenance, you never get the kept life lifestyle that you want, you never get to retire from the job that you hate, you never get the things that you secretly want but publicly demonize. Your coping mechanism is harming you. Hey bestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about how I was a pick me and how I regret it so much. We will also talk about how being a miserable, jealous pick me who gets mad instead of gets paid is the absolute worst way to go through life. And if you are suffering from pick-me syndrome, don't worry, I got you. But before we get into it, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. With that being said, let's get into it. You definitely have the look. Thank you, thank you so much. Who sees something so cute and so wholesome and says something like that? Like, I don't like roses. I have major beef with miserable, jealous people because for some reason, they have been my cross to bear for the entirety of my existence. For some reason, they are my main trials and tribulations. And I know you, as a spoiled girly who is favored, who is chosen, being kind and generous and living in her light, these are the bane of your existence too. You walk into a room and they're just like ruffled, like you are like ruffling the demons inside them. The reality is they're just miserable and jealous. And when you become the target of these miserable, jealous people, one of the things that I hate having to do after being exposed to these people is analyzing my own actions as a self-aware person. Like, what did I do? Like, did, did I walk in the wrong way? Did I smile the wrong way? Like, did I breathe the wrong way? Like, automatically just by seeing you, getting a whiff of you, they get so mad that you exist. And the reality is they're just miserable, jealous people. And no matter how good you are to them, no matter how neutral you are, they will find a way to make you the villain because in their heads, you already challenged them. You already showed them what they are not and what they think they cannot be. So whenever you encounter miserable, jealous people out in the wild and you find yourself analyzing your own actions and finding nothing, and you still beat yourself up for it, you did nothing wrong, okay? So in this specific scenario, I am so glad that the lady who received the roses, she was steady with herself. Let me tell you, I'm working on this, okay? Is that whenever I come across the I hate roses type of girl out in the wild, I always think about myself. Maybe my husband should have just given me the flowers in private so that other people wouldn't have to see it. He should have just gotten me like a smaller bouquet of roses because it's a little too much. Maybe like, you know, it was a little too much playing in people's faces. Like maybe it's too much. Maybe I'm gonna make myself small so that other people don't feel small around me. I'm working on that, okay? But like, I know if I was that lady who received the roses in that video, I'd be like, yeah, maybe it was a little too much, but no, you're not being too much. These people are just being too little. Okay, so whenever something beautiful happens to you, 
Like, if other people's default reaction is like, oh, I hate roses. Oh, like, could it be me? I'm like, don't worry, okay? No one is going to give you roses. No one is going to give you positive treatment. Like, it cannot be you, okay? You are safe. I'm so done with these people, and I've dealt with these people forever. Like, you could have been the most perfect angel, and they would still demonize you. You know why? Because these miserable, jealous people have welcomed demons inside them. Anyway, the I hate roses, girl, miserable and jealous. Let's get into the comments. Oh. A hater that's never probably even gotten a bouquet of dandelions. They're exceptionally beautiful. One thing that pick-me's don't get until much later is being a pick-me doesn't get you the things that you say you don't want, but you secretly want. Whenever people demonize something good that other people have, it's because they want to self-soothe for not having that thing. Like, did you see how she said, I hate roses, with a quickness? Like, the lady literally got the roses, and then the girl was like, I hate roses. It's a self-soothing mechanism. It's like rubbing your arm when you get a bug bite. Like, sees roses, I hate roses. It's a self-soothing mechanism that people do whenever they see something that they want but think that they cannot have. That sometimes other people's bounty reflects your own scarcity, but your own triggers are your responsibility, okay? I am done walking on eggshells around unhealed people, okay? I'm done. I am so done having to deal with other people's triggers that they don't work on healing, okay? It's not like you're gonna trigger people for no reason, but seeing someone receive flowers, really? That rubs you the wrong way? Go eat at home, okay? DoorDash yourself some takeout. Your triggers are your responsibility. Your envy is your responsibility. And when you act out your envy, not only are you hurting other people, okay? Who cares about other people? You are also hurting yourself, okay? When you act out your envy, you also hurt yourself. You think that she's gonna stop receiving flowers? Uh, no, because you said that, her husband will give her two more, okay? He will give her more flowers every weekend. You think that by being envious, other people will stop getting the things that you secretly want, but think that you cannot have. No, you are hurting yourself because you are lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself that, oh, I hate roses. When you say you don't want something, because especially as a woman, you're a woman. You're gonna say, I hate roses. How will you ever receive roses if you say that you hate them? Just receive. You're going to receive roses. That's your power as a woman. You say you love roses you're gonna get roses. When you resort to self-soothe with false narratives, seize roses, I hate roses. When you self-soothe with false narratives regarding your true desires, you never make your desires come true. I feel like people who hate roses don't get them. When you feel hurt seeing another woman receive roses, and then you lie to yourself and say, I hate roses. When you full well know that you want roses, you never admit the truth to yourself. So you never get the flowers, you never get the gifts, you never get the high maintenance, you never get the kept wife lifestyle that you want, you never get to retire from the job that you hate, you never get the things that you secretly want but publicly demonize. Your coping mechanism is harming you. It's okay to feel hurt seeing other people get what they want. Like everyone has an insecurity. Everyone has a person that they're envious of. Everyone has this person that they wish they could trade lives with at some point in their lives, okay? There's a lot of women now who are like, they would never trade their lives for anyone in the world. And that is such a good place to be. At some point, I would say 
Everyone has had this feeling of, I want to be her. And it's perfectly normal, okay? It's perfectly normal, but you will get to a point in your life where you're like, this is it. I made it. This is my life. I wouldn't want to trade my life with everybody else. Is when you stop being envious of people and being a hater and you finally get the things that you want in life, that cures your envy. When you become a point of envy for others, that's when you stop being envious. So that's really how to cure your envy is to pare down the envy, swallow your pride, admit that you're wrong, you actually want this thing, go for it, get it, live the life that you've always wanted to live, and then now become, unfortunately, the object of other people's envy, that's when you cure your envy. So let's say you're at this point in life where you're feeling envy. That is a sign to check in with yourself. Why does seeing that make me feel that way? Is it because of XYZ reason? Like what are the things I can do to remedy that? Or do I need to consume different types of media? Do I need to hang around different people so that I can appreciate my life for what it is or make certain decisions so that I can make the life that I live more aligned with the life that I want? So it takes a lot of self-reflection and it is so baffling to me finding out that a lot of people are not self-aware, okay? On top of IQ, on top of what socioeconomic system you were born in, on top of all that, I really think being self-aware is a superpower. Anyone and everyone can be self-aware. It's a choice that you make. Because when you are self-aware, no matter what, you can look at your actions and see that like, maybe I can do better here. Maybe I should get paid instead of get mad and get sad. And maybe I can still turn my life around. Maybe these emotions are clouding my judgment and I should actually put my judgment in the forefront so that I can make better decisions. And it's also knowing that like, no matter how good the decisions you make and how often you make those good decisions, things can still turn out not as expected. Back to the topic, it's okay to feel hurt. It's okay to feel envious sometimes. But those feelings are information. That's your own self telling you what your secret desires are. When you get hurt by seeing other women receive flowers, get doted on, receive princess treatment, be high maintenance, practice your self-awareness and see that is your own self telling on your own self. Like you are telling yourself that I secretly want that. I didn't even know I wanted that, but I secretly want that. And it's totally okay to feel sad that you don't have that. Once you start admitting to yourself that you want princess treatment, you start acting like you want princess treatment. And anything below princess treatment is no longer acceptable. You're allowed to change whenever you want. You don't need to be the same person you were yesterday. Change now. You start avoiding people who don't give you princess treatment. You stop going to places that don't give you princess treatment. You curate a life that reflects the princess treatment that you've always wanted. The reason why I'm so hard on the pick-me's is because I was one. I fed into this lie that the more low maintenance, the more agreeable I was, men would like me. The more men will give me what I say I don't want. Because for some messed up logic that a lot of men push, it's that, oh, she's only worth it if she's not entitled to it. The opposite is true. It's always the entitled women who get what they want. We're not even going to get into why men's desires and men's attention and validation was so centered in the conversations about dating when I was in that stage of my life. Like, why is it that women are the ones performing for men? You know, I would always think, oh, flowers are a waste of money. 
Let's split the bill. Your jokes didn't hurt my feelings. You're so funny. Even though, like, I wasn't raised that way, okay? I was not raised in a pick-me family. I wasn't even pick-me for a long time. I was raised very traditional, and I really think, you know, maybe it was rebellion. Maybe it was that. Because all my peers were pick-me's. See, that's the disease. That's why I love the Spoiled Girl Support Group because I know just how social women are. And if we make it acceptable within our peer groups, it'll be a thing. Because that's how I was absorbed into the Pick Me Support Group. So all my peers were doing it too. And I'm like, okay, let me fit in. I wanted to have friends. They were all Pick Me's. And the moment I stopped being a Pick Me, because I don't know, I found out what happens to Pick Me's, I lost all those friends. And they weren't my friends to begin with anyway, because your friends will not celebrate you being dunked on. Your friends will not celebrate you disadvantaging yourself. Those are not your friends. Anyway, I was a pick me. I regret it. It was a huge mistake. If other people are not celebrating your positive outcomes, they're not your friends. And we all know what happens to pick me's in real life, and it's not fun, okay? I hate to see women suffering. I hate to see women getting dunked on. I hate to see women minimizing themselves. If you don't have haters, you ain't poppin'. LOL, these roses are beautiful. I love this sentiment because it applies to almost everything. For the longest time, I had this fear of being seen, fear of being perceived. And it's because I know what happens to people who are seen, who are perceived, especially by a lot of people. You become an object of envy, an object of ridicule, an object of gossip. People project their own frustrations and their fantasies on you. That's what happens to people who are seen and perceived. But if you are someone who has big goals, being seen and perceived is sometimes a requirement. I wouldn't be talking to you right now if I didn't try to overcome my fear of being seen and perceived. And what helps is realizing that other people's perception, rejection, or acceptance of you has nothing to do with you, okay? It's not about you, okay? It's not about me. People who like me celebrate me or don't like me and disparage me has nothing to do with me. It's all about them and their fantasies, their frustrations, and their projections. And your execution is to do good in this world. It's not about you. They're all projecting. So if you have these big goals, you may need to overcome your fear of being seen, of being perceived. And that's because this fear of being seen and perceived, it's a limiting belief. Like, I want to get successful, but not too successful. I want to get famous, but not too famous. Okay, don't limit yourself. Aim high. And one thing that helps too is realizing that if you weren't worth attacking, if they didn't derive power from attacking you, if they didn't derive attention from attacking you, these people wouldn't give you the time of day. The only reason people attack you is to derive the attention that you are getting from other people to them. Because otherwise, people wouldn't notice them. They wouldn't listen to them if your name wasn't on their mouth. The only people who are safe from other people's projections are the people who are pitied. This is why a lot of your favorite celebrities, public figures, they have very public sob stories. It's to deflect the anger and envy of other people. It's so no matter how amazing their day-to-day -day life is, no matter how much money they have, because of their sob story, people wouldn't want to trade places with them. And I'm not saying the sob stories are fake. Everyone has one. Everyone has a sob story. But if you're a person who has an enviable life or situation, you have to tell people your sob story to keep yourself safe. And that's sad, but that's the reality of being an object of envy. And I think that's why being a pick-me is such an attractive thing for a lot of young women especially. It's because you don't want to be the object of envy. You want to please your fellow friends. 
you don't want to be the outcast and it's just not fun to be the object of envy women can be so mean i love the girls i love women but i'm also not blind okay and as someone who has been on the receiving end of other women's power plays gossip reputation destruction okay i know how we tear each other down it's not fun and that's why being a pygmy is so desirable because you just want to get other women off your back you would rather get the wrath of the wrong women than create a bad outcome for yourself and as women i feel like a lot of the times we have these lose-lose situations where each choice is like a bad choice there's also win-win situations so yeah you may lose the friendship of the pygmies when you embrace being a spoiled girly when you embrace not being a pygmy when you embrace your high standards and only allowing people who meet and surpass your standards have access to you you will make more friends you will make more spoiled girly girlfriends and you'd be so happy that you left all these miserable people behind okay so I know it's not fun to be a spoiled girly in a room full of pygmies, okay? It's miserable. It is verifiably miserable, especially when no one else is in your peer group to comfort you, to validate you. You just want to fit in. It's no wonder that a lot of women nowadays are pygmies. I literally thought I was going crazy when I started being a spoiled girly, living my best life, moving a certain way, up until I started making more spoiled girly girlfriends. And I'm like, oh my God, finally. No matter what people say, we still care about what our friends think. We still care about what the people around us think. And that informs how we perceive our own beliefs and our own actions. Okay, so don't be fooled. You're not immune. Everything started clicking when I started sitting in the winner's table. And winning looks different for every woman. How I win in life will not be the very same way that you win in life. But one common characteristic of women who are sitting in the winner's table is that they are content and they are not envious. Because now they are the object of envy. And one refreshing thing about spoiled girly girlfriends is they're honest with themselves about their own desires. And this is why I can never ever subject myself to the company of miserable, jealous pygmies. Okay? It's because they're liars. They lie to themselves and I don't deal with liars. When you lie to yourself about your own desires, you never get your desire, and it keeps you in this misery loop. Like, what's the end game here? So not only are you a liar, you're also miserable and envious. As a forward pick-me, I totally get it. It is such a painful realization to find out how much you have been disadvantaging yourself, how much you have been lying to yourself, how you have been worshiping the attention and validation of the people who are disadvantaging you, how you allowed all these people to hurt you, and how you learn to justify them hurting you as acceptable and even desirable. And then you look at your own outcomes and it sucks even more. And at some point you just get tired. You get tired of seeking the attention and validation of people who don't give you the attention and validation because apparently, when you attract people with your low self-worth, they're the type of people to make you suffer. They're the type of people who breadcrumb you with attention and validation so that you'd always be hungry. So at some point, you just get tired. You stop seeking attention and validation from the wrong people. You stop seeking it at all. You stop justifying the ineffective belief systems that led to your misery. You start taking accountability and you start getting paid instead of getting mad and getting sad. Like all the pygmies, I just want to sit you down and cry with you, okay? Like it's okay. You can have everything you want. You just have to admit that you want it in the first place. I wish someone did that with me. You can end the cycle of misery and jealousy. You can have everything you desire and more. You can win however you want to win. You just have to start being honest with yourself. Now, if you're a spoiled girly and you're watching this, 
If you identify with the lady receiving the flowers, if you have been an object of envy, this is for you. I have never met a hater who was happy with their life. If you wouldn't take advice from them, why would you take criticism from them? If you have been subjected to a brief moment of hate from them, imagine all the hate that they deal with themselves. They have to go home to that hate. They have to wake up to that hate every day. It's just hate, 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 hate. Like their whole existence is hate. And we hate that for them. But they choose this hate energy every single time. So it's what they deserve. And until they choose otherwise, they cannot sit at our table. That's all I have for you today. I just wanted to let you know that you have so much inherent worth and value in a world that is hell-bent on devaluing you. Now get that bag, bestie.